There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be, an Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hey, how was your week? Yeah, actually, it was kind of miserable. Now that you ask, <laughs> it, it was a rough week here. Yeah, we were all sick. Yeah, we just kind of kept passing it back and forth, and then both the kids got sick, but they finally went back to school today, which was amazing. Yep, we're all better. Yay! Yay. I hope nobody else out there is sick right now, and if you are, then we hopefully this podcast brings you joy while you are sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the flu. No fun. No fun. No fun at all. Besides that, anything else exciting going on? Well, we did receive a package in the mail this week from England. Oh, yeah. Our prize for what coming in second place in the International Armchair Treasure Hunt for the novel Map of the Dead by Murray Bailey. Yeah, we've mentioned that one before, but we were super excited to get our parcel in the mail from the UK. Yeah, it was it was kind of torn up, wasn't it? The, the <laughs> Yeah. It, it didn't come through customs and through the mail system very well, but... At least it wasn't broken or anything. Yeah, it wasn't broken. Uh, he definitely wrapped it very well in all that bubble wrap. So regardless of what customs did to it, it came to us safe and sound. Yeah, we got this awesome little golden uh, sarcophagus. The uh, The book is an Egyptian-themed book, and it's like a sarcophagus of King Tutankhamun. But yeah, that was really exciting, super cool, excited to put that in our treasure trove that seems to be growing you know along with our forest fence searcher coins and all that other fun stuff yep so that was super exciting we're actually going to make a little video and put it on facebook and youtube here in a couple days showing off our new prize showing off our spoils yeah, so well, we're, ex we're excited about it if you're interested in that keep an eye out we know it's not oak island related but those of you that are curious and have kind of followed along on our journey, it'll be there. Yep, totally. Before we move on to, you know, what's going on with this episode, we have received some emails of late, and I would like to read one of them at the top of the show because it has something to do with a prior episode. Oh, yes. Okay, so we got this email from Tim P. So, hi, Tim. Thanks for writing in. He says, hi, guys. I was just re-listening to the episode, and I have a conspiracy theory for you. For fun, I mean. <laughs> I heard... Barkhouse say that's definitely the 90 foot stone and it got me thinking okay here it is what if he swapped the real stone for a fake one that has no markings masons would be able to do that right or at least he planted a fake one for the group to find now mason secrets are safe again <laughs> i love it i love the idea of mason secrets are safe again but i know you have very strong opinions about this I don't think that Charles is deliberately trying to misdirect the team, but it's funny to think about. It is. And if it is the thing, like I said before, if it's a, if this is what he is trying to do, props on him. You know, he is mm -hmm. making it uh, real hard for <laughs> these guys to uh, accomplish the tasks that they're set out to do. I mean, that's a heavy rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about just the rock. I'm talking about if he's misdirecting the whole thing, uh -huh. man. It could be a good story. It could yeah. be like a good little 
back storyline. <laughs> oh, I love the conspiracy theories. They're they're a blast. You know, they did find another rock this episode, though. They, they sure did. <laughs> I'm just not saying too far from the money pit, right? That one, you know, it's thinner, like the graphic we've seen in the past. <laughs> it is. Maybe, maybe when they scan it, they're actually going to find something. Well, you could definitely see markings on it. Yes, you can see markings on it. So, what do you think it is? I think it's the Ten Commandments. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was the actual 90-foot stone. I see. I was going to go that direction, but I decided to bait and switch. Um, <laughs> I'm going with it's the Ten Commandments. and Okay, uh, so when the depositors were unloading the Ten Command- or the Ark of the Covenant, mm-hmm. the last time they pulled out the Ten Commandments to do whatever they were going to do with it, one of the ta- uh, slabs, one of the tablets didn't get put back into the Ark or what? Okay, so it, it's really heavy to carry the Ark and the Ten Commandments. So they divided and conquered. They had, you know, a few people over here carrying the Ten Commandments. And then you had the guys trailing ahead with the Ark. And then someone tripped over that tree root. And they dropped it. And it broke. And they're like, oh, crap. We can't let him know. And so they put part of it in. Yeah. So they, like, tried to pick everything up. And then, that was you what know, was left. whoever got stuck with the one, like, they didn't get all the pieces. So it's actually... A piece of it that got left behind. That would be impressive, especially considering the geologist Terry Matheson said that that stone is native to Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Maybe it's a One copy. of the most common kinds of stones they find there. It's a copy. We've read mm. all about how the Egyptians made like copies into stone and stuff that they were writing down <laughs> we learned that in the ancient egyptian book of map of the dead where <laughs> yanni does that so mm-hmm. maybe this is the same thing and they needed their own copy here yeah, in nova scotia sure. and that one just happened to get dropped and broken oops oops <laughs> nice theory i'm always up for you know a nice fun theory uh probably not what happened but Okay, yeah, probably not, but it's a good idea. Okay, it's not a good idea. It's a fun idea. Yeah, I think it's a lot more likely that that is the legitimate 90-foot stone than being a The one at the base of the tall tree? Yeah. Okay. That one. I just wanted to clarify. Yep, so uh, do we want to just talk about that stone real quick first? Yeah, let's talk about it and it being found at the base of a tall tree. Yes, and... Near the money pit? Yeah, by somebody that is not a member of the team. <laughs> right. What was his name? Tori. Tori, just some some random guy out there doing work. Hey guys, I saw this. Yeah, he was thing. doing a, he was doing a survey inside the little boreholes. Yeah, with the gyroscope. Yeah, the gyro uh, survey to see how much those uh, little like uh, the boreholes. Yeah, right? the little ones mm-hmm. deviated from their you know where they wanted them to go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess he was taking a break or something, and he just thought he'd go and explore the island (laughs) unsupervised. I know. So you're really stuck on the fact that he (laughs) went off the beaten path Mm -hmm. and was... You, what you keep saying, he's in an unauthorized area. Yeah. (laughs) Now, first off, it wasn't like roped off with crime scene tape or anything. Okay. The guy probably just had to pee. (laughs) <laughs> and he was like okay before i get going and all the cameras show up he you know trots off and was like oh there's a stone over here yeah oh that's cool i wonder if anybody's hmm. seen that before wow they have not that's some that's some theory <laughs> that's how the ten commandments gets found 
Okay. Oh. So he went to the bathroom, found uh-huh. Ten Commandments, got it. <laughs> okay, this is getting really bad. Oh, yeah. Like, this story is really yeah, going it's way off. off track. We're way off track. I am so sorry, guys. So if you are sick and you're listening to this <laughs> and you're looking for some joy, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, um, to get back on track a little bit, I was wondering why this guy's off by himself mm-hmm. near the money pit. Unsupervised. And he's, you know, this is, this is, he's not a, he's not a regular on mm-hmm. the island, you know? Right. You know, I could see, I could see Jack. I could see Gary. Mm-hmm. I could see Doug mm-hmm. or Paul being out there doing what they want to do. Wandering around. Yeah. You know, free reign of the island. But, you know, this guy, I don't know. Hey, I'm glad that he found that. Unless it just, seems, it just seems a little, I don't know. What if he's working with Charles Ooh. and they did a stone swap? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you just have to keep going on with your with these conspiracy theories. Oh my Sorry, goodness. I'm just in a feisty mood tonight. I guess. I guess. Geez. <laughs> you never know. Who knows what You're other always... random things are going to come in? I'm so sorry. Every single little piece of of uh whatever coming out of your mouth wraps back around to charles being a the uh, mason that's uh trying to block them from but i i i really i like charles a lot i don't think he's actually trying to do anything but it's so fun to think about poor charles oh poor charles no so the stone they see it (laughs) back on track yeah and it's got more carvings and it then said 90 foot stone yes one piece of it was like really kind of flat, mm-hmm. and then there's those little carvings that look like runes, right? Yeah, there was they I get think, it scanned. Yeah, and also in like the next time on the Curse of Oak Island, they said something about how they were kind of like maybe Viking mm-hmm. uh, script. Well, I think it back to when we were working on Map of the Dead. And when we were working on The Secret and we've looked into some of these ancient languages for yeah. transcribing. Yeah. And instantly I thought they look like runes. Yeah. The LiDAR scan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those definitely look like runes. After they put the talcum powder on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know the details of how you do LiDAR scans. Mm-hmm. But talcum powder, I thought, what the heck are they doing to this thing? But yeah, it makes sense. It makes it do what now? Like, it, well, were, it would give it a higher it to me. contrast. Yeah. And it would allow, because it's a laser, it yeah. would, and just like with photography, you're bouncing light back and forth. That's how you're getting yeah. the image of yeah. what it is. And if you've got a higher contrast, it's going to be easier gotcha. to read. Okay. Makes sense. So that'll be fun to get some more information about that next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so. super excited about that as they're looking at it. It just was a total surprise to see it there. Everybody's looking around for these big things, right? You know, the box drains or we're looking at the money pit or 10X or a swamp, not just a random little rock on the ground like, oh, what's that? So it was so just kind of a nice discovery. Supposedly, I don't know, who knows, that stone's been sitting there for three, four hundred years. Or three and, weeks, every, And everybody's just been walking by it. <laughs> right? Nobody's, nobody's taking a glance at it <laughs> until this guy goes pee over, or whatever <laughs> you said. He's going for a walk. Yeah, going for a walk. <laughs> going sightseeing on Oak Island. Right. You know? And they're drilling giant holes just like you can <laughs> see them from yeah. where they're at. Which is just kind of crazy to think literally a stone's throw away. (laughs) 
got the see what I did there? Da-dum. Yeah. Mom jokes. <laughs> okay. That was exciting. It was, and we'll we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the big stuff that happened this episode up okay. at Smith's Cove. Smith's Cove. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. Lots of good stuff. All the Roman numerals are exposed, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the ones that we knew about going in. Mm-hmm. And they're digging around the wall where they are discovering that they... What, the five feet of wood? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so in my head when I'm thinking, apparently, oh, no. this <laughs> whole thing's... No. Five feet of wood was out of the money pit. My bad. Uh, but it was. Uh, <laughs> it I'm, was. I was thinking about the wall yeah. with the vertical pilings yeah. down, and it was way shorter than I anticipated it being. I expected it to like run the length of the entire U-shaped structure. Yeah, there's some egg on my face. I'm sure it's part of these U-shaped structure aqueducts, et cetera, et cetera. No, Nathan. No, I don't think anything that short. Yeah, is but providing a coffer dam for. But it is curious that that wall. Is was... it curious? Hmm? Curious. Curious. They said that a lot this episode. Sorry, I'll stop they always, interrupting. They always say curious. Really? Yeah. That's curious. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's curious about that wall is that it basically lines up with the gap of the U-shaped structure because there's a gap in the middle section. Mm-hmm. And then I guess directly behind that wall is where they discovered what they thought might be the box drain. Yes. Be- was it right at the end where Rick and Craig are walking out there and he points out that it looks like it's right in the center of the U-shaped structure or um, something I'm not like sure. that? I don't remember who it was, but yeah. Yeah, that is very, yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah. So it lines up with it. Um, does that mean that it was part of the same construction? No. It could mm-hmm. be that somebody else had discovered what these, bo- you know, these proposed box drains mm-hmm. and had. We're trying to make their own. Well, we're, yeah, well, trying to build something to block the water. I, I don't know. So that they can get to them better. Mm-hmm. So they could further investigate the box exactly. drains or. Man, it's just one of those things you start thinking, how many people have tried to figure this out? Lots. I mean, more than I guess I had really ever thought about. And and seeing this just kind of makes me try to wrap my head around that big mystery here. Yeah, well, there's a a lot going on in this island in the past, like, 300 years. Mm -hmm. So don't know the answers but hopefully we're finding them out you know we're, we're finding them out with everybody else on this tv show mm-hmm. the guys that are there know a little more than us obviously but, um, <laughs> yeah they're definitely gonna know a bit more than us yeah and then the elephant in the room or the drain in the room aka we found a box drain maybe but it's not shaped like a box it was at the beginning of the episode. It was. And then the magic of television technology, they turn to... They turn these rectangle box drains into... Triangles. Yeah. That uh, was pretty funny. Yeah, when that changed, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was after Doug, Alex, and Paul went to the Lordly House, the historical society, and did some research and found the documents that said that prior searchers had found what they thought were the box strains and that they were angular in shape on top of, you know, angled into each other, two stones. And yeah, that's kind of what they found. So they were know. talking about them being shaped 
more or less like triangles. Like triangles. And that there was a stone laid over anywhere where there was a gap and had coconut fiber filled in, very purposeful. But I, I thought it was awesome we were able to get real measurements there. Like each drain, 66 feet long. The two outside drains from edge to edge were 66 feet apart. All came to a point that was four feet wide, formed an equilateral triangle. Exactly. 330 feet long to the single drain, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dang, wow. Like we, there's, we didn't have to dig up these drains to really get all that information. It It was right there. It's cool to have the historical accounts mm-hmm. to, you know, then say, hey, this this is what they found. Guess what? We found it again, and we're not done yet because they weren't done, and they, you know, they, they went to a point. We're going to go beyond that point. It is really nice to have these historical documents to be able to compare to what they're finding and that they're seeing that they're hitting these same, these same things. The, you know, check, check for so long and you know for five seasons it's a lot of very untangible items and this season we're you know season six we're now finally seeing wow we can we can touch we can see what's going on in smith's cove there's something really solid here and that's got to be really refreshing for them i completely agree and it makes for great tv it does, and it probably is good on the uh, psyche. Makes them not feel like they're crazy. Crazy, you know. You don't have to start every conversation with "I know I sound crazy." At some point in the episode, Marty said that if nothing was ever buried here, and then the greatest crazy mystery of all is what what happened here because there's obviously all this crazy stuff going on yeah i mean he said it a lot more eloquently than that i mean we did speculate about it being just a fishing pole holder (laughs) and so maybe it was like a guy's weekend getaway (laughs) but no there's there's something going on here it's just whether or not the treasure has already been recovered i sure hope not I mean, it'd be great for the people back in the day that found it. Like if Samuel Ball had mm-hmm. found it, cool, good on him. But uh, I kind of want to see it happen for these guys. Yeah, I definitely want to see it happen for you these know, guys. We, but Well, we actually, mm-hmm. earlier today, we were watching the first episode from this season again. And they had a segment where they were talking to relatives of Daniel McGinnis. Oh, yes, yes. And they said that they, you know, it was like, it was a flashback from a prior season. Mm -hmm. And they showed Rick and Marty a golden cross that has been handed down, you know, in their family since Daniel McGinnis found it, supposedly, in a chest out of the money pit. Um, That's what they were led to believe. And they said something about, you know, their great, what is it, great, great, great grandfather. Mm -hmm. Um had found like three treasure chests in the money pit. That's right. And so what if that was it? And that's, yeah. <laughs> that was the end. What if that was it? And they didn't tell anybody and people said, Oh, well they didn't find anything. Let's keep digging. It was a bummer, huh? Whatever <laughs> they do, when all is said and done, they will have unearthed quite a mystery here. I'm mean, really, it's a giant archeological study. Mm-hmm. Just pulling apart these box drains, finding this U shaped structure 
finding whatever they found on the other lot mm-hmm. uh, that could be a cellar. Yeah, flood, um, flood tunnels. Flood tunnels. Per- perhaps. Perhaps. The swamp. Yes, we haven't even got even... to the swamp. Or what was we were just talking about when we were watching episode one earlier. Mm-hmm. What about when they go diving for an anchor? Yeah, that's like uh, something that hasn't happened yet this season. Apparently, it, it was... We we saw the uh, we were, we were watching the this season on mm-hmm. the Curse of Oak Island or whatever you know it had like a little preview of the season and it shows Alex Lagina in scuba gear mm. um, and they're that's talking right. about trying to find some kind of anchor we haven't seen that yet so that's still something to look forward to it's that's something to look forward to I still keep thinking about the idea of the red dye going out to three different places on the island mm-hmm. and then let's say we get to Smith's Cove. And through all that, maybe they don't find anything in the bottom of the money pit. Maybe they do. But what about these other two areas? You know, are they all all these box drains leading to one place? Maybe there's something else. Who knows? Maybe everything's hidden on lot five and they will never have a chance unless that gets sold to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But what about the mega bin? Mega bin. <laughs> you were so sure the that, money that, bin. Was, that was such a good place because it wouldn't be submerged underwater that way. Yeah. And then as I keep thinking about it, I'm like, okay, the water didn't cover the entire island, whatever, many years ago. But I just had this awesome feeling about that area. <laughs> and it's wrong. I, I've never been to the island and. Obviously, my gut was wrong. I was hey, sick last you week. You know what? They, so. they they had some reason to believe that they should try it. So they went for it, and they might not be done with it yet. Who knows? I, I do think they may have thrown the towel in a little too early. Nah. I, I doubt they're done with it. They have bigger fish to fry. They do. I There is just so much left that to do and explore on this treasure hunt, on this adventure, on this little island shaped like an elephant. There is, I I don't know, there are just years of stuff you could be doing here, even mm-hmm. if nothing's ever uncovered. <laughs> now, I don't have millions of dollars to do that, but do. if worry. y'all ever need an extra hand, I'm happy to shovel. Hey, I'll be there. Don't throw that out there. Rick will take you up on it. That's He's fine. He's already told people that. Can, can he fly me out? <laughs> I will be there. That sounds like so much fun i love me a good adventure you're a pretty good worker rick i want to dig (laughs) please dig 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 dig. that's right thanks gary (laughs) what else in smith's cove that have we we have touched on we we touched on the the wooden wall Mm -hmm. we didn't talk much about the u-shaped structure hey i got an idea i got something else uh i wanted to chat about that they found on the documents at the historical society yes they had that diagram by Hedden that had like some wooden structure with roman numerals on it right the skidway yeah it says skidway on it that's right and so it looks like they may have found that in the next episode at the end when it says next time on the curse of oak island there was some kind of wooden structure that had a whole bunch of planks across it yeah or do you think that that thing found that in that diagram is the u-shaped structure and now kind of the u-shaped structure was kind of like broken apart to the where it sits now 
That was my initial theory, is that the U-shaped structure may have originally been the skidways that yeah, look like giant ladders, right? Yeah, and they had the Roman numerals on them and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, if I remove, if we remove those timbers that were laid over the top of them, then it could be just that they got, they've been reused, repurposed, they recycled, I don't know, yeah. and made that structure for whatever it was. But then looking at this one's for next week, you see the U-shaped structure, mm-hmm. you see the little wall, and then you see what really appears to me that skidway to be that skidway. And now thinking back, didn't Dan mention something about finding a ladder? I know. Someone, I, 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 I think it was well, last season. Do you remember season. that that little place next to the the little thing next to the money pit has like a ladder sticking out of it? We yes. saw that last oh, year. Oh, that's what Is it that was. Is that what you're thinking about? Maybe that I. I just remember hearing ladder and yeah. then looking at the skidway. I was like, oh, that's shaped a lot like a ladder. Maybe someone was describing that. Well, that's off the table. Yeah, I think that was like a searcher shaft or something mm-hmm. that they had found like right next to the money pit that's all kind of like That makes sense. Off or whatever. But yeah. I'm putting my money on the skidway being what was found further back okay. as you're headed towards the box drains. That would be really cool. That'd be really interesting because... That would mean that at least, well, maybe some documents got lost to time, but Hedden hadn't documented the U-shaped structure, if that's the case. Yes, that's a really maybe, good point. Or maybe we just haven't seen it yet. Well, yeah, because on that piece of paper, it said, like, page 10 or item 10 mm-hmm. on, and I was like, 10, 10 of what? Oh, yeah, like, that's right. So the question is, did the skidway... Did he find that and not find the U-shaped structure? Did he find the skidway and not that wooden other wall. wooden wall? Did he do something? Like, was the wooden wall from him? They're going to do testing on the wood, mm-hmm. most likely. They oh, talked yeah. about that earlier in yeah. the year. I'm pretty sure they even did that back in Dan Blankenship's day. I've I've read that they had done uh, some kind of testing on the wood to carbon date it. but Makes sense. And it was from the mid-1800s, they thought give or take 30 years mm-hmm. but who knows that was that was technology 50 years ago mm-hmm. so. every yeah it just it's this constant changing it's it's just insane to think about and how many structures have they on earth good thing the cofferdam they put it out as far as they did yeah and thank goodness it's still Holding. up so that they can <laughs> uh continue with this work next year i yeah, totally agree. It's just there's a lot of big finds here in Smith's Cove alone. And then we see maybe that was Smith's Cove, the flash forward where there's like a piece of metal that Gary's holding. Yeah, yeah. Usually we talk about that kind of stuff at the end, but I guess we'll just spread Sorry, it Sorry, I got sidetracked. No, that's good. It's fine. I'm real interested to see what that is, too. What He said there was some kind of design on it. Yeah, so, some kind of design. He thought that could be a friend of the cross. Friend it, of the cross. Maybe That's what we're looking for. lead. It'll be interested to compare the type of lead. Maybe it's not lead. True. I mean, it, it, I don't anything. think it's gold. but yeah. Or what a... Hmm, I wonder the status of that uh, potential gold coin that they found. Yeah, we, we didn't see anything about that this week. Mm-mm. But... They can't show us everything in one episode. I know. Yeah. I want it all. 
and I want it now. <laughs> Sorry. Me and my sidetrack. No, that's again. Cool. One thing that people have a hang up on about this show mm-hmm. is that they want them to find something big every episode. And that's not how like treasure hunting works. You know? Not and at if all. they if they if you want them to show something big being found every single episode, they could condense the whole season down to like four episodes or something, but that wouldn't be nearly as fun. Yeah, and you know, some of these big finds are in the research. Yeah. I mean, think about that document that yeah. they found. That's a big find. I'm glad I'm glad they showed it to us. I'm glad they That was really cool. We need to know that stuff. We're all invested. Well, I was at our historical society today looking <laughs> for certain things. There's nothing like the joy of going into the library, looking at old documents, or going to the historical society, pulling up all the old stuff. That Man, there are some good treasures in there, let me tell you. But that's part yeah, of treasure I, hunting. I admire Doug and Paul and the guys that like really dig through mm-hmm. <laughs> all these... Uh, I was going to say ancient records, but they're not quite ancient. But they're these, not these ancient, records, yeah. But a lot of them, they're not digitized. You need to understand how to read and interpret them, mm-hmm. you know, and being able to know what things, like what certain locations were referred to when they were initially built, or whatever it is. How to be able to scan through those documents quickly to see yeah. if it's a value to you yeah oak island wasn't always called oak island i forgot what it was i forgot what it was originally called oh, but yeah yeah you know so like yeah like you said to know things it and be able to put that timeline there yeah. is no google search <laughs> for paper okay i mean i can scan it in i can pdf it it can automatically read but it would have to be uploaded to a database for them to go through that was why i went down the historical society i only found a couple digitized documents believe it or not i had to put my eyes on paper and i found some of the stuff that was like on the paper you know it's all uh like fed through a ream and you could and it, it was super digitized and you can tell someone put a lot of work into it and you had to like rip apart the pieces of paper that was high tech stuff back in the day yeah anyways i think that, so mad, that's a big part of the mad props um, to, to researchers though mad props to researchers and then researchers that go back through all that hard work and make them from paper into digital <laughs> wow mm. it's like doing it twice well, what's that saying go? Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> that, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Not all heroes wear capes. Some of them dig in the dirt. Some of them wear polo shirts. Some of them wear polo shirts. <laughs> I know a Boom. lot of polo shirt wearing heroes. There I sure go. do. Man. You're looking at one right now. I I know. You only wear polos. You're such a dad. Oh man. You say that like it's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just funny because you fit the iconic image of (laughs) cargo khaki shorts (laughs) and a polo shirt. Like straight up. I don't wear socks with my sandals. Yeah, I know. that's something, right? That's, uh, yeah. If I wasn't around, you might. Take what you can get. Yeah, well, if you'll stop wearing <laughs> denim shorts, then we'll be okay. I haven't done that in years. Okay. I have a pair. I but... know. Good old jorts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I digress. Um, 
what did we have anything else in Smith's Cove we wanted to talk about or do yeah one more thing yeah so toward the end of the episode Rick jumps in the excavator mm-hmm. and he starts digging, digging. excavating <laughs> yeah and he kind of like breaks a wall like, well he it. skims the top of yeah. it I was thinking ooh I think they need uh call Billy yeah get Billy back in there uh, I, I I understand that he, Billy can't be there all the time he um, should though. Yeah. Billy Lee, also my hero. <laughs> yeah. Oh sure. What's his last name? Gerhardt? Yeah. Something. I don't know. Yeah, I just know him hey, as Billy. We're on a first I, name basis. <laughs> I like I like Billy. So, you know, he's a professional. Yes. Rick Rick knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the and he likes gentle to. touch that Billy would. What do they call it surgical. Surgical Billy. Yeah. Surgical. <laughs> I used to drive a forklift for a living and <laughs> when I first started doing it, I could do it. <laughs> but I could also like knock over a pallet, you know. Getting used to that type of stuff. Yeah, it takes after a bit. doing it for like five, ten years straight, mm-hmm. no problem. You can stack stuff surgically, fifty feet high without you know any problems of the pallet wobbling or whatever. But I don't know. Maybe maybe Rick has the experience, but I'm just saying it looked a little. Eh. You were a little nervous. I was a little nervous for whatever's under the ground and. Rick's the most respectful person toward the island. Oh yeah, he doesn't want to damage anything. He no. wants. It's just he, he kind of popped those mm-hmm. <laughs> boards out. It'd be inter- it'll be interesting to see because as those boards came out, you know, is there another short wall there? Where are these boards from? Because yeah. the way they they were showing that they had the angle on them, it looked like they were also driven down. Yeah, really yeah. deep. Yeah. What if there's just a whole bunch of little walls everywhere? Tons of mini walls. Yeah. I don't know. Short walls like that. We call them pony walls in, in houses. So yeah. it maybe there's a bunch of ponies. <laughs> pony walls. Okay. Okay. I, I'm done. Um, anything? What else came out of the money pit? We we saw the... Well, the money pit? Oh, my gosh. Smith's Cove. Out of Smith's Cove. <laughs> wow. I am a mess tonight. I'm so sorry. Um, it's past your bedtime. It is way past my bedtime. So I think that's kind of it for Smith's Cove. At least we got we hit all, hit all the big ticket items. Yes. Hey, what was Gary up to this episode? Did you see him at all? Gary was doing nothing. Nope. I correct. <laughs> Gary was there once. He was drinking. He oh. was at the mu- mug. <laughs> he was at the mug and anchor pub, hanging out with okay. the guys when they received the information from Chester. Oh, about okay. the drains and they were talking but that's all we saw of him so i'm wondering if we're gonna see him a lot next episode oh he'll be yeah, there he He's finds featured. that piece of whatever maybe it was his week off yeah well sometimes you can have too much of a good thing and maybe they're just holding him back a little bit from us so he's not you know the main focus of the show because it's not the gary drayton <laughs> show which should be coming pretty soon, shouldn't it? I hope so. I definitely signed that petition. I, <laughs> I saw haven't. that. Oh, what? Oh, I heard about could it. Could you have not signed? You need to go find it. I don't even know if it's a legit thing, but I saw it just yeah, in case. Yeah, I saw something it about it. It's, it's like a change.org petition. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> but see, okay, I'm a little torn because if Gary gets his own show, he might be too busy for us at Oak Island. Hmm. Nah, I think he he's back no matter what. He's got this the winter to make his own TV show. Yeah, but you know he wants time off. Yeah, 
And he's all over like the History yeah. Channel doing metal detecting with other people. <laughs> well, like he's not gonna be able to have any side jobs. That poor guy. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. That's a cool. Job. Maybe he doesn't want his own show. That's very possible. But we want his show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe he has like a mini series. Yeah. Like just a special. That'd be cool. That would be. I would definitely watch it. What would he do? Just metal detect in Florida where he lives? No, he would... Go around the world? Like, people would send in their crazy, awesome places that they want, that they think Gary should go to to metal detect. Mm -hmm. And he gets to pick the ones he really wants to do, the ones that seem, like, super awesome. Yeah. And just goes and checks them off. Like, we create a Gary bucket list. Mm. You know, it'd be cool if he went to... uh... Uh, London and did some metal detecting on the banks of the river Thames. Oh yeah. There was a, there's a new TV show called legend hunter Mm -hmm. and the uh, host of that show got to do that with, you know, I think there's only one person that's authorized to do that Mm -hmm. or something like that. Interesting. Um, Yeah. But it'd be cool if he got to do something like that. It'd be cool to see him go metal detect in Australia. Yes. It'd be cool to see him go metal detect somewhere in Asia. Maybe he could have that miniseries as he hits one cool place in each continent. Oh, but there's so many cool places on all the continents. That's true. That's... Hey, you said a miniseries. You got to keep it small. Well, I know, but I want fans to send in, like, because we, <laughs> you know, fans have, like, these crazy ideas. Maybe they own some, like, ancient property that I, I i don't know maybe someone's got a really awesome story and they can go do that yeah maybe yeah well it's a fun idea i'll sign the petition okay go sign the petition make sure you get that done okay we touched on this just like for a second before about the money pit yeah and the gyroscope i don't know why it never occurred to me before mm-hmm. that the the drills especially when they're that little just like drilling a well they would deviate yeah yeah so h8 isn't exactly under where they think it is Mm -hmm. at the bottom it could be off some of them were off by up to at least five feet well in one direction and like two or three feet in another direction one of them like when we when they got all the way to the bottom yeah was eight point seven feet one direction and two and a half feet another direction i was like what so if they but that was way below where their target right yeah so but if they're on if they're drilling and they want it to go straight down Mm -hmm. and they hit that spot that's let's say you know eight feet to the side Mm -hmm. and then they're like oh sweet this is h8 this is where the money pit is and they put in a a big 60 inch uh, case on case on down barely miss it because well you know, they put the case on. That goes straight down. Yes. Sorry, you guys. You missed it by eight feet. And, of course... That would suck. <laughs> Craig and Marty are going to know this based off of their background yeah. in the industry. But I don't know why that just never occurred to me. It seems like, well... Well, it's, it's not something you do every day. I didn't really... I didn't think about it. But it, but it really just surprised me how much when they got to the lower depths that it deviated so it was really neat to see them do that even if it was just a short thing i love the gathering of the information to really be smart about where they're putting these caissons down yeah well next week they're gonna put another one down right yes that's exciting i, I sure hope so it looked like it, it looked based like it. they brought of... the uh 
what's that thing called? The big oscillator. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> so, whatever it is, you know, it like turns things and puts them to the ground. Yeah, but now right. that they've put the gyroscope through there, they know where the deviations are and where is what makes the most sense. You know, based off certain depths and what the deviants just mind blowing. Boom. Loved it. I'm super excited about that, really. And they're going to get down to where H8 really ended up. That's where they found those human bones. Yes. That's where they found uh, what pottery. And that's where they found what else did they find in H8? So many things. Yeah. Anyway, and then what are they going to do with the spoils that they bring up? They're going to put them on the wash plant? Maybe. And then what happens to the human bones that go through the wash plant? Babe. They're, <laughs> I can't let it go. They're taking him to the pub. Everybody's searching. You find a human bone, you get a beer. Okay. I'll take a cider, please. Okay. I'm totally in. Guys, I'll bring the shovel and I'll look through your spoils. For free? If they fly me out there. <laughs> and please give me a... I'll sleep in the research center. It, is that okay? Is it heated? Like, uh, I know it's temporary. You have structure. to use the 90 foot stone as a pillow. Fine. <laughs> Which one? Because that could be debated. <laughs> you know. There's only one 90 foot stone. It came out of that basement. Well, you could either call the Ten Commandments under the tree, the 90 foot stone. You could call the one out of the basement, the 90 foot no. stone. Or there's yeah. a replica hanging out in. Yeah, that little one. That might be a more comfortable pillow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could really fluff it. No. No. Definitely Whatever not. it takes, guys. I'm there. I'll be there. <laughs> okay. It's you're so, winter, you're, though. You're so weird. Think. Yes, I know. I'm, yes. No, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry for it at all. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really excited for next week. Me too. I think I'm really excited about the skid. The potential of said skid. I, that really excites me. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about what Gary finds. I'm not as excited about that. Why not? I don't know. What if it's a big groundbreaking find? Because it's Oak Island, so I want to find wood. <laughs> That's the thing. I want him to find treasure. Yeah, that would be nice. Is the wood treasure? <laughs> a treasure is in the eye of the beholder. Boom. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Drop the mic. Yeah. Well, I'm excited just for a new episode of Oak Island. Woo. Woo. Okay, so I think this is a good time for us to talk about the clot-worthy moment in which one won last week. So if you remember, last week we had two options. We had five feet of wood <laughs> and a wooden wall. Right? Wood versus wood. I'm trying to do my best Robert Clotworthy impression. Nobody does yeah, Robert it's not, it's not Clotworthy really like Robert Clotworthy. Yeah. So anyway, here's the winner. Five feet of wood. <laughs> Five feet of wood won. It sure did. That was a good one. I liked it. It was it was good. I mean, it is Oak Island, so wood's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So it won 67% of okay, the vote. Okay, so, so it wasn't like a blowout. Yeah, that's still pretty pretty big margin there. And we are going to try something new this week regarding the Clotworthy moment. We're going to put up three choices. Three choices. So much Robert Clotworthy. So much awesome narration. Yeah. We need to give more choices so that the votes are spread out a little more. So that it's not such a landslide for the one that wins. Okay. But if we give them three choices and everybody still only votes for one, we'll know we have to go back to only two. 
Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Okay, let's we'll just, see. Let's play it by ear. Okay. So, so what do we have this week for the Clotworthy Moments? Okay, so the first one is... A diagram from the 1936 records of Gilbert Hedden. <laughs> so is th- that's referring to that the diagram they, they found at, by Hedden? Yeah, the diagram that they found at Chester, yeah, yeah by okay. Hedden. I don't know. We talked about treasures also being researched. A diagram, that was a... It was a very good diagram. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about, well, Number not two. talk about. So the second one is... The U-shaped structure. Wow, that one's real self-explanatory, huh? Pretty straightforward. <laughs> and we've spent a lot of time amongst the U-shaped structure. Yeah, but the way he says it's pretty good. Always, always good. Okay, last but not least, the third one. A triangle-shaped opening. <laughs> That this, was pretty good. I feel like that moment is what changed the visual. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. So he said it, and then bam, magic happened. Yeah, it's kind of like, so oh, I, I was going to say, so it shall be written, so it shall be done. But it's more like he spoke the word, and it changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Or he's just a wizard, and that happened. Yeah, so... He willed the box strains into triangles. Yes. And everything's a triangle on Oak Island. The swamp, carvings on rocks, all the things, box drains, no longer boxes, now triangle drains. Um, I'm not going to call them finger drains anymore. They're just triangle drains. Mm, okay. So three good ones. I wonder what's going to win. I wonder... It's something else we need to chat about real quick before we wrap everything up mm-hmm. is we are still holding our contest. Yes. For a copy of the book, The Curse of Oak Island by Randall Sullivan. Yeah. So all you have to do in order to win that is go ahead and go over to Facebook, give that give that post a like and a share and bam, you're entered to win. Well, where can they find that post? On Facebook. Where in Facebook? Oh, sorry. They, they just go to <laughs> Facebook.com. First Facebook. thing they see, they click like and share. Yeah, you're in. I'm in. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> okay. So because you can find us across all the social media platforms. Anyway, so go over to our Facebook page, which is at Oak Island Podcast. That's where the post is. Like it, share it. You're entered to win. And we will announce the winner. February 19th. February 19th on Facebook Live. And then, of course, after that is done, we'll get in contact with you or you with us and we'll get it sent to you. No matter where you're at. No matter where you're at. So if you're across the pond, we'll get it there, too. Yeah. If you're in Antarctica, though, I I don't know. I thought we said everywhere. Okay, fine. We'll we'll make it happen. I mean, it's fine. If you're (laughs) in Antarctica, don't. Yeah. Enter. I want to send it to Antarctica. (laughs) Yeah, so we've got uh, close to 100 entrants already, so... Which is um, exciting. Yeah, so, you know, if you haven't entered yet, it's a good chance to win a free book, and it's about a subject you surely like, or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. (laughs) Or else you wouldn't be here. Yeah. I have no idea why someone would listen to this if they did not (laughs) like it. Mm. That would be a total waste of time. probably not happening, yeah. So another thing I'd like to talk about right before we, you know, say our goodbyes is I want to share one more five-star review that we've received on iTunes. Ooh, yay. I love that. 
All right, so this is short and sweet, okay? Okay. All right, this is from Charlie Hustle 16, and it says, Great chemistry and solid perspective on this great show. Oh, thanks, Charlie. Well, thanks, Charlie. Do you know you know who Charlie Hustle is? No, I don't. Pete Rose, the baseball player. Okay, but that's this isn't actually. Yeah, that Pete was Rose. that was his nickname though, Charlie Hustle. Okay, but <laughs> but that's not actually who's responding to us. Probably not. It's not. I'm sure of it, and I bet you Charlie Hustle is an awesome person because he listens to our podcast. Duh. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much. That is a great review. And if you would like your thoughts shared on the air, uh, please leave us a five-star review. We were more than happy to read it, and we appreciate you taking the time to do that. Yes, thank you so much. I can't express how much these reviews mean to us. We really appreciate it. They, They brighten up our day. Yeah, they sure do, and that's how people learn about us as well if you write one of these reviews on itunes that gets us more noticed by other people that might be interested in the podcast as well so if you take the time to do that just thanks a lot appreciate it yes without you we wouldn't be here (laughs) so uh other ways they can interact with us we already talked about you can find us on facebook at oak island podcast same way on instagram right you can find us uh on instagram the same way yep and then on twitter you at, can find us at at Oak Island Pod. You can also email us at Oak Island Podcast at, at gmail.com. <laughs> Been married so long, you can finish my sentences. Pretty much. Oak Island Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Is where you can message us as well. Just like Tim did. Just like Tim and Scott did this week. Yeah, Scott sent us an email. Uh, we didn't talk about it specifically yet but we brought up a number of the things that he shared with us he he took a bunch of screenshots of the next time on the curse of oak island and we discussed some of those this episode so big thank you to scott that that was great that you sent those to us thank you very much yes thank you so much it was great to be able to touch on them and really take a closer look at them i really enjoyed that we like having the conversation with you guys we sure do until next time could it be (laughs) 